Yeah, and then look in the mirror in the morning when I wake up, part of my like daily practice is look in the mirror and saying like, you are a sponge for inspiration. You know, you are connected to a source that is endlessly creative. That is what's gonna fill you through this day. Most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. Nothing's perfect and there's going to be a price for everything. What's the point if you're not really feeling Welcome to The Resistance, featuring meaningful conversations. We live in a condition of a constant murmuring. Like that just doesn't happen for anyone. That explore that very space between who we are and who we say we want to be. I'm your host, Matt Connor. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Resistance. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Matt Connor, and I'm your host. You know, I know that so many of our conversations here on The Resistance have been, and honestly, will likely continue to be, about voices. We all hear them. (laughs) I don't mean I'm hearing voices in that kind of way, but the internal ones and the external ones that come from different sources, but they all have some sort of expectation with them, a pressure with them, an assumption that comes with them, especially as we try to make our way forward into some sort of creative endeavor or creative life. Each of them hold weight, and it can be hard to navigate any sort of meaningful path forward when we try to take them all in. I already knew that today's special guest, Joshua Henry, was going to have some great insights into the creative life, given his tremendous experience and talents. But what I loved most was his approach to these voices, namely that he tries his best to tune into the voice before allowing all the other voices in. Now, look, that sounds hyper spiritual or, or, you know, kind of outside of ourselves. And it is, but that's because Henry is a very much a spiritual man. That voice can take on different forms or go by different names for each of us. But what Henry's describing is very important. It's a connection to something greater than him, greater than us, something he describes as limitless. And it's what allows him to remain so rooted. His practice, he says, is to listen to that voice before giving others a chance to speak to him in a given day. Uh, That discipline is certainly working in his favor. As a theater actor, Henry's been thrice nominated, that's three times, for Best Actor at the Tony Awards for his role in the Scottsboro Boys or Violet or Carousel. If you've seen Hamilton on its first national tour, you saw him in the role of Aaron Burr, which was fantastic. And these days, you can catch him as the male lead, Dr. Pomatter, in the revival of Waitress on Broadway. Speaking of voices, Henry also just released his debut full-length album earlier this year entitled Grow, and he can now be seen in Lin-Manuel Miranda's new film on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom. Look, for all of his success, Henry is confident, but he's grounded. He's a man who has learned to cut through much of the resistance to get to his present platform, and he also knows that staying tuned to that most important voice will be his only trustworthy path forward. I hope you stay tuned and enjoy and get a lot from our conversation with talented vocalist, actor, songwriter. Really, he does all things well. 
Here's Joshua Henry. Today, uh, honestly, I'm here with Joshua Henry. And Joshua, I, like normally I say, I'm here with so-and-so, and, and there's like a typical title to attach. But like, what do you say here? Musician, actor, a Broadway star, like, like what, how do you, nor- entertainer? Is that how you normally say it? <laughs> you know what? Right now, I mean, what I would say right now, although I can do many things, thank God, is <laughs> I am... I'm a recording artist and Broadway star. Okay. Um, Cause that's sort of the, the, the focus right now. Yes, I do film and TV and other things, but that's sort of what I, what I lead with right now. Cause that's uh, the most pressing. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Well, it certainly speaks to your incredible ability and, and breadth of talent there. Um, Josh was so glad to have you on the show. Um, today and i want to begin i want to talk about a number of things and this is even release week for your new album so i want to get to that but i want to begin with our source material if you're new to the podcast we take our sort of prompt for everything here from stephen pressfield's book the war of art and joshua i'd love to get your your response to this statement and how it feels like if it feels congruent to you or not, or however you'd like to respond. Pressfield writes this. He says, most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. And between the two stands the resistance. How does that feel for you at this point in your creative career? And and maybe even during the release week of your like full length debut. I mean, I'm a big fan of this book. And Mm. at this moment, you know, the release of my debut album, I feel like I have, you know, covered a lot of distance from the life I want to live and the the art that I want to put out into the world. And I've I've come through that resistance so much. Music has been my first love and, and, there's been so many things that have gotten in the way of me releasing music, the music that comes from inside me as a solo artist and some incredible things, Matt, things like film and TV and Broadway that I would not take back for the world. But, you know, it's when you getting to the place where you're doing the thing that you know is unique to you, that you know can only be voiced and musicalized by you, and, and comes through you, your lens is a very, it's a, it really is a war to get there, to know what it is and then to go for it. So I'm grateful that right now I'm at a place where I've done a lot of that work and I've said no to many things. And I've had many conversations with my family to, to compromise and sacrifice to, <laughs> you know, all this, this, this warring, if you will, to get to this place a week like this week, which is a release of my album. Let's talk about the present and then go backwards just a bit, because like, how would you say this album symbolizes this, like the, the war that you fought to this point, or does it feel like a representation of, Oh, I found my voice. I know what I bring to the table and, and my unique perspective. Like, how does it embody all these things that you're talking about? Sure. I mean, well, I'll give you an example in, in, my life, I have been so compartmentalized in, okay, this is my family life. This is my career. These are the dreams that I haven't achieved yet. 
Um, and those things would be so separate for me. And during the, the creation of this album, I got to a place where I talked about those things very openly. You know, my love for my, my kid, my wife, one of the tracks that I released is called hold me, but don't hold me back. Mm. And I think that was a fear that I had for a very long time thinking if I didn't, you know, the things that I was pursuing were going to get in the way of this very compartmentalized, neat separation mm. that I had between my, me and my family and my art. Um, so, you know, in this album, I called it grow because I've grown into a moment where I'm, I've sort of put all those things together and I'm not thinking about myself as, as separate. I'm not just like the artist, you know, like I'm a human who's putting out music right now and is following the thing that I love and the things that, is, that has called me the most um, for a very, very long time. I, I read, I read an interview where you said your interest in music and moving toward the music industry, maybe versus leaning further into other creative areas that you could was partially due to the challenge of not knowing the industry. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's totally right. Um, while it's been a, a lifelong dream to, to put music out, I mean, I, I named this album grow because I, I don't, I don't just want to do things that I'm really good at that give me a lot of praise and th that feels really great. But I, you know, for instance, I've been on Broadway for 15 years now, the nine Broadway shows, and I know what this world is back and forth. You know, the thing that excites me more and is, you know, makes me curious and makes me want to be a kid again is the music industry because I've never been there. I know a lot about music I, I, and I'm learning now more about the music industry the people, the charts, albums, you know, songwriting, production, all things that I've had to block everything else out and dive headfirst in like being a, a student again. Mm. You know, I don't want to just, you know, uh, that that's what's really intriguing to me about it um, is learning. I want to stay in a place where I'm learning and not, <laughs> they always say, you don't, you don't want to be the best one on the team. You know, I'm not saying I'm the best on Broadway, but like, <laughs> That if when you come to that point, you've ceased to to grow. Sure. And you know this new avenue is wonderfully challenging as I'm learning more about the music industry. I I found that so interesting that that idea of leaning into something new and relishing the challenge there, because for so many the resistance is in that is in you know uh, well I'd rather stay in my lane than try something new out of that fear. Have you always been wired that way to sort of run to what you don't know? I, you know, I will say one of the things that, uh, that is really fortunate for me is my parents always equipped me with an idea that I'm, uh, I'm connected to something limitless and that the sky is the limit and th th there's no limits to what you can accomplish. But, uh, you know, aside from that foundation, which was huge, I've always been interested, Matt, in the people that that think outside of the box people like, you know, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, you know, Kobe Bryant fan. I've, I've always studied the people that are consistently defying the odds um, in, in, in sports and in music, people like, you know, Stevie wonder or, you know, people like um, Sammy Davis jr. People who just you're like, how can you do so many things? 
so well. <laughs> and, and, and those are the people that I keep in front of my head. And, you know, I, I, those are the books that I want to read. And so now that has just, that has become my truth that um, I, I want to be challenged. You know, I want to be, I want to stay in a place where I'm uncomfortable to be able to be able to walk on that, you know, tiptoe line of you can go to the left or the right. But like, for me, that's just what has become my, my obsession is, is being okay with being in the uncomfortable place because I know on the other side of it, I'm going to grow into what I don't know. You know, um, that's very, that's thrilling for me, Matt. If you're, if you're able to live from this deep well of, you know, sort of this positive belief, look, the, the sky's the limit. What what we can, I can achieve, we can achieve what we, what, what we put our minds to, et cetera. Then what sort of resistance is left in front of you? Like, do you feel like there's very little like, or, or, or what fears are still present for you to go, man, this is actually the hurdle I'm facing right now. And I'm, I don't have an answer for it. You know, I, I don't think you get, I, I, don't think we get to, I have not gotten to a point where, okay, this is just where I am. And then you're in this mountain and there's just nothing, you know, you, you don't feel the fear. You know, one of the, the fears I've had for a while, and it was hard for me to even verbalize um, is, you know, am I going to be able to do the things that I want to do? Is my, is my, are my kids going to slow me down? Mm. You know, sure, um, sure. I've got three kids now. I've got a, three-year-old and I've got twins. And so <laughs> you know, twins, they're, they're actually five, they're, they're about to be six months old. Oh wow! And so I, I've heard many voices saying that once you're in a position like that, that your aspirations, you know, it, it's over, you know, now it's your family, man. Um, and so I, I had that fear, you know, as I had one kid, two kids and, um, but I just, I don't want to, for me, it's like, that's what everyone, most of the world thinks. And I don't want to buy into that dream of what everyone thinks because I'm not just anyone, you know, I think we've all got individual things that an individual past that can, that can, that we have to follow. And so the fear is, is there, you know, the concern is there, but the reality of, um, for me, it's like, again, being connected to something that is limitless, um, that's in my DNA. So I, I don't have to listen to those voices or that fear that keeps telling me, you know, Josh, like, <laughs> all right, time to throw it in, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a dream that you had 10 years ago. So, uh, you know, just just go where you're accepted, go where everyone knows your name. You know, I, that's just not something that I want to to buy into and, and it takes actively like fighting that every day you know um yeah i mean look in the mirror in the morning when i wake up part of my like daily practice is look in the mirror and saying like you are a sponge for inspiration you know you are connected to a source that is endlessly creative you know that is what's going to fill you through this day that's what's going to make you be a great family man and and lead you to the collaborations um, the art that you're supposed to be making right now. So, you know, I, I try to tell myself that before the world tells me anything, before even my mind can, you know, go on those, get connected to those fears of those thoughts that go around. So that's kind of my approach. Sounds like a spiritual centeredness. 
True. I I would call it that. I mean, I would say that that's for me. It's spirit over everything, over your craft, over because <laughs> you know everything else changes. For, um, styles, careers. I I mean, I was on Broadway, and I probably will be again. But like this moment is a is one where music is the focus, and um, I think as, for me, like that, a spiritual practice you know, like affirming myself and affirming my connection to God, like in the mornings and throughout the day, it, it gives me like a buoyancy to want to pursue my dream even more. Cause I, I believe that the next big thing is right around the corner. The next producer, like the next incredible artist that I'm supposed to make a piece of content with, you know, I'm a DM away from that. So I have like a, that gives me a hope and an expectancy for the next big thing. Even if it's, you know, last year where I wasn't doing anything live for an entire year, you know, that's, those are the things like, like many of us, but those, you know, spiritual affirmations and and beliefs are what got me through to this moment. In fact, you know, like in the middle of last year is when this album grow was, was written, you know, in large part um, at a time when everything seemed so, you know, every, it was, I fell flat on my face like many of us did, but yeah, man, I mean, I think the spiritual can take you way more than, uh, you know, <laughs> three chords on a guitar or a collaboration with, you know, Timbaland or my incredible producer nephew. Um, it, it can take you really far. Joshua, if I could have, if I could have spoken to you in like the nascent stages of your career and in, in the sort of the, in your earliest attempts to try to break through into some, of the entertainment industry would, would, would it have gone a lot like this or are these things that you learned over time? I would say, you say, would it have gone like this? Is that what you yes. mean? Like some of the answers you're able to give me are these things that ah. you're like, Oh man, I've had the, no, I've had this rudder in place for a long time. Or have there been moments when, when, when you've, you know, some major learning curves uh, along the way here that, that, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. No, they, they have been, you know, major learning curves or, or moments where I'll give you an, an example of with the music industry specifically. Um, years ago, you know, when I was not becoming a name on Broadway and I was I did a few solo shows concerting out by myself in, in, in New York. You know, I got some attention of some record labels and I would I went into a few of them and they were very much like. What do you, okay, so they looked at me, they're like, okay, you want to do this Brian McKnight thing? You want to do this Usher thing? Or you want to do this? And I was like, I I, I don't think that's it. I I don't think that's, I don't really fit in one of those things. And the answer that I got was, oh, well, it's obvious that you're not ready. You know, you're not ready to, to be a part of this community, this industry. Figure that out and then come back. And to some extent, I know what they're talking about. You know, it's like you want to find your lane. But to me at that time was just like, that was rejection. You know, and it was like, you're just, if I'm not ready now, then when will I be ready? Or like, if I don't fit in your categories, then who am I if I'm not one of these categories? Like, am I just not interesting enough? You know, and so that opposition, Matt, is something that I faced in terms of this actual music industry and and honestly, like it took me a while to mull that over. You know, I, I, I didn't want to believe 
what they were saying. And I, I, something inside of me was like, there is room for you, but like that really hurt. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and it's funny that those particular times were around 2013, 14, this is 2021 now. And, you know, the thoughts that helped me get through were the thoughts that I've talked about, about, Hey, you know what? Like there is a place for you. You've got to, you've got to, and I know sometimes you say to sound corny, but like, I, I really believe that. And if I really believe and embrace that, then, then what is time? You know, time is just it's like, it's just a waiting game. Um, and seven years past those conversations, here I am like talking to you about my, my album grow coming out this week, but those albums, th- those moments hurt and they take you while, you know, you know, that's what I'm saying. You don't just get, you don't just have positivity or a spiritual, you know, uh, practice. And then you're cool. You know, you feel that I felt that pain in that, that, those puzzling moments of like, Oh shoot. Like what? Maybe they're right. Um, so yeah, I've definitely felt them. Hmm. You know, it's hard enough, I think, for any of us to, I mean, even if you have a wonderful background or, or a set of parents who who really poured into you a, a healthy self-esteem or any of this, any of these things, it, it can be hard enough to believe, yeah, okay, I can do this. I'm capable of doing this. Believe in yourself. And, and that's hard enough on a day-to-day level, but you have chosen these outlets that that are brutal in their rejection <laughs> and in their turnout, right? Like in the number of people yep. who move to these, to these it cities, the, you know, to try to make it. And, and um, uh, yeah, like, so can you reflect on even like what you've seen in these communities that you've been a part of in the theater community, the music community, acting community, and what it's like, like and, and the tension of holding forth this sort of belief um, that may seem like you said, corny or, you know, like childlike or, or um, yeah. Yeah. The, the struggle to hold that out in these places that are even more daunting um, I think than others. Sure. Dude, this is the music industry. I mean, that's like, it's, <laughs> the slaughterhouse or even <laughs> Broadway where you things are New York where things are so expensive. And, you know, yeah. there's like how many shows there's 40 theaters. There's tens of thousands of kids that come to New York every year to, to try to do this. And, you know, I'll be honest when I came to New York, I had like, I think it was like 1400 bucks in my, <laughs> my account. <laughs> and I, I did have a job that was going to last for like six weeks. But I didn't, my rent was like 500 bucks. So I was like, I didn't think in my mind, okay, I got three months to live here and really make this happen. <laughs> um, I, I was naive and I didn't think it through. Um, but some of the, some people come here for like six months and then they leave. You know, some people try the music industry out for a little while and then, you know, but, but the, I think the thing that I think about, like I have a really close friend who, he didn't make his Broadway debut until he was like 45 years old and he took detours, right? He, he went out to be a banker for like 10 years because he couldn't afford to live here and to pursue the dream, but he didn't give up on it. You know, um, it, I think it's okay to hit a pause button sometimes, you know, or, you know, so that's just like one example, but yeah, it, it's brutal for me. You know, I'm not like, I'm not, I don't feel crazy 
you know, I, I grew up playing instruments and, and I grew up believing that things were possible and, you know, I'm willing to, to sort of wait for just for my voice to be heard, you know, whether that means playing to an audience of like 20 people or 50 people, you know, um, I, I really enjoy it. And I think if you enjoy music, you know, and you're, you're very curious, um, you know, you can continue to have a, a life in this industry. I know that it's not for everyone and it's, it's stinking hard. You know, you got to wake up every day and write and practice and try to make connections where there aren't any. You have to forge and you got to put yourself out there on social media. And that feels super corny for a lot of people. For me, it did. I'm like, okay, world, this is me, you know, like doing my thing. Anybody care? <laughs> but that's kind of like, that's, that's what it is. Um, yeah. So what does that mean? Uh, I mean, maybe you just answered it. Like if we're in this album release week, are, are you holding expectations loosely then? Like you said, for 20 people, for 50 people, for whatever, is it just enough for you to get the music out there? That's a really good question. You know what? What's important to me is being able to perform this music for audiences live. That to me, and, and you know, in the best case scenario, someone comes up to me and is like, you know what, Josh? I heard you play Hold Me. You know, um, and it really touched me. I, you know, the vulnerability that you held in that track, I feel that, and and I wanna, I wanna open up more in my life. To me, that's huge. You know, but yes, you know, I also want to make a living at it. You know, so no, I don't, I don't. That's its own satisfaction, and I also want to do it at hopefully the highest level that is possible. You know, so. I want to go on tour. Like that's the next step. <laughs> um, and yeah, I want to perform this in front of hundreds and then thousands of people. And, you know, a lot of people will look at me and, you know, I just turned 37 years old. That's kind of late to start in the music industry. Sure. But I, again, like call it naive or whatever, whatever, but like I'm going for it and I'm going all in and I'm very blessed to have, um, you know, an incredible partner, Catherine Henry, who understands the the big dreams that I have, um, and she's super supportive, you know, with it. So I, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I want to, I want to touch people. I want them to feel. I want them to groove with my music, and and I want to do it at, at as high as level as possible. Because if you have the gift, you know, I, I just want to water it and see how much it can grow. listening to the resistance if you've enjoyed this episode please rate us on itunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and for more information and further episodes you can find us at listen to the engineering production and additional music by jake kirkpatrick my name is matt connor and i'm your host thanks for listening